Well, good morning. Breakfast at the Broker every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. You know, as we go through these special guests and we get into these holidays and we've said how grateful we are and, and, and looking into whether we're in the real estate business or another business, um, you know, I wishing everyone a very, very happy holiday uh, on behalf of uh, Breakfast with the Broker and myself. So, but we do have a guest that uh, needs no introduction, but I'm going to give her one anyway. And now, by way of Greenback, Tennessee, she's the CEO of Social Marketing Nut. She's a technology and marketing coach at Remax Elite. She's one of the most sought-after R4 speakers. She's a master of the Bouge websites. She's a mother, a daughter, an animal lover, and I could definitely beat her in a race today. Stand up and make some noise for Heather. I love my holiday. <laughs> I love that intro. Thank you. Woo. You are very welcome. I need, I need that for my bio. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, I could, I, I, I'm for hire. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. I'm going to have to record that clip. I love it. That's the best intro ever. <laughs> well, thank you. I aim to please. Uh, Heather, you know, it, it, it's amazing. You know, we're looking into the, um, you know, as as you had, uh, uh, you know, founded your uh, company a while ago in, in Social Marketing Nut, and you really just, you know, it's so difficult to kind of navigate all the obstacles and all the social media. And we, we've got new words every day, whether it's an algorithm, whether it's this, you know, tell us a little bit about how social media has kind of transformed maybe in the last, you know, two, three years. Well, it seems to constantly be changing. Um, I mean, I think the biggest thing is, you know, social media, if, if you use it in an authentic way, it can be a game changer, a life changer. I mean, for me, I've been the same person forever. I've been in real estate since the 90s. Once social media came out, it allowed me to reach like an un- unbelievable amount of, of people. And really, I'm just the same. But then creating groups where you can give value and all of that. I mean, the connections that I've been able to make just using social, but in a way that's me, not you know a third-party just kind of posting content, that's that's not where, you know, really it, it's going to change that first meeting from a handshake to a hug. And that's where, for me, the magic is with social media, but it's not with just, you know, fluff being posted. It's really being true to you. And really, I mean, there's so many people that are, that have really done so well with the stories, with the reels, with, with being face-to-face on the video part of it where they are true to themselves. I'm not because I, I manage, I guess, for like on a broker level for me, I just use it personally. You like me, you don't, you like dogs, you don't, you like Jeeps, whatever. Um, I mean, for me, it's just my personal outlet, I guess, but really it's those connections. I think that's the important part about social. If you're going to do it right and expect to get, you know, whether it be referrals or, just making those real life connections. I mean, I think that's where it's at. You know, and it's building relationships, you know, from, you know, kind of one person at a time. And, you know, you look at it and, you know, originally when Facebook came out, you know, and they gave you this 5,000 or they still have this 5,000 friend max, you know, there's a reason for it. It's supposed to be, 
it's not supposed to, you know, let's, you know, it's not like LinkedIn where you add everyone, right? Like you add everyone, you want to build relationships, you want to have thousands and thousands of uh, relationships. You really are, should be very intentional in the relationships that you create and that you, um, you know, friends that you add, because those friends that you add that are, you know, it's almost like guilty by association. If you consistently add people in one realm, but that's not your target audience, um, you may, may, you may, you may be missing the point. Well, and it's not only that, cause I know I really cleaned, I, I realized not to just become friends with anybody. And that was probably what the 2016 elections, um, really it just, <laughs> it, it became a negative space for me. So I, you know, it's, I just didn't want that in my life. So I cleaned house. I do really feel bad. I get a lot of friend requests, but my public, my profile is pretty public. I'm out there. You can follow me. You can still engage with me, but I may not want to, I don't want to be friends with just people I don't know. So if somebody may see me post in a group, you know, it's really not until we go to maybe R4 and I think even your agents like our friend requested you like forever ago. And it's like, well, now I'll accept it because I like you and I know who you are as a person. But I I found out the hard way how easy it is for that space to become super negative. And I just don't want that in my life. So I'm very picky on who I become friends with. For sure. You know, it, it's the funny thing. It, it is, you know, whether it's funny or not, I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, it, you, when you're looking at, uh, I did the same thing in 2016. Um, you know, I had to change my Facebook feed. Um, it, and it wasn't political. It was just, it was just all the negativity on both sides of the aisle. Absolutely. And, you know, it's like, you know, I don't care who you, I mean, right. my gosh, I could care it, less. It was. But if you're it, negative all the time and, and, I post a quote and you're making it political and you're right. taking over my quotes. Like, how does that have anything to do with what's like, no, I don't need that in my life. No. And, 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 you know, when we, when we kind of clean houses, it's funny because um, a lot of people are like, Oh, I can't even be on Facebook. I don't even go on Facebook. I'm like, my Facebook is like babies, puppies, and weddings. Like, like I my news feed. At that time, I spent a lot of time on my dog's Instagram. Yeah, account. like, like <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the funny thing is, is if you know what you're doing, you could, you know, because Facebook wants to show you what you want to see. So um, if you're liking or you're spending time on a particular uh, post a little bit longer, they're going to know that. That algorithm is going to show you more things that you're spending more time looking at or clicking at or whatever or clicking on. And so, you know, what I did is I just changed my Facebook feed from negative to positive. And you certainly can do that. Absolutely. And I think that's important. I have like a rule, no energy sucking vampires allowed. And, and I mean, I make <laughs> Who sure. Really did that? Who, what was that quote from? Because I know it was an R4 and I was in a class and and someone said I think I got him. that from Sales Power with Tom Ferry. Oh uh, yeah, maybe it, it was Tom Ferry. Completely stuck with me, and I that's what? like my number one rule because yeah. it changes you, like your or I mean, it just changes everything. If it's not if you have nothing but negative around you, you know that's just I don't know. I don't I don't like what that does to me. So no energy sucking vampires allowed. <laughs> Sounds good. So let's talk about uh, what's coming up, right? So, you know, you have all these uh, social media platforms. 
you know, people are like, oh, my God, TikTok is for like 12 year old girls and 15 year old girls and running around and whatever. But, you know, there are a lot of very successful TikTokers right now that are just um, just killing it. And, um, you know, talk a little bit about TikTok potentially. And, and um, you know, I don't know if you're into Snapchat or any of that stuff, but, uh, you know, what are the platforms that we should be looking at uh, potentially as real estate professionals or business professionals? I mean, I think they're they're great spaces for me. They're time suckers. I use Snapchat to find out where my kids are. <laughs> or maybe when I'm at R4, I'll use Snapchat so it's not going to my regular feed and it just disappears and I wake up in the morning and forget I even did it. Um, TikTok, my husband loves it. He's on it all the time. I get sucked into it, whether it be on the Facebook or, you know, over on TikTok. TikTok, probably not as much because I lose like so many hours of my life. For me, I, I, I don't have the volume on on my phone. So I think everyone looks really silly. But I also see people doing amazing things over there um, within real estate or just other businesses. I see brokers, uh, Paul, I think it is that does, you know, as far as somebody joining the company or with the agents. I mean, I think those are some brilliant ideas and I see the impact that that has. I'm not there yet personally and working remotely. It's super hard for me to do it on on like an office level, but I totally believe you could do that. You know, it's, um, you know, it's interesting because, you know, TikTok. I mean, if you're going to scroll through, whether it's reels or you're going to scroll through, um, you know, TikToks, it, it, it is very, you know, time consuming. Um, but what I would say is that, you know, it, it's not necessarily the, whether TikTok or Facebook reels or Instagram, it, it's more of, you know, telling your story and being able to put it on a platform, um, whatever platform you're most comfortable with. So, you know, um, when you're looking at, you know, ideas and things to do and, you know, and, and it's kind of like a copycat thing, you know, where you're, uh, you're, you know, imitating celebrities and stuff like that on TikTok. Um, you know, you don't have to imitate them. You can make your own and 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 tell your story. So let let's go into that. You know, how do you tell your story? And you know, even more so, you know, we're talking about reels. You know, is there a, you know, what's the difference between a reel and a story? Well, a reel is. Definitely, that's where the time for me. I mean, stories I love. I I get so much out of it as far as messages. I would. I mean, I think agents should be doing a story a day, just because yeah. it is just something going on. I mean, like last night, yesterday, my son turned twenty one, and I didn't know Hooters changed their birthday dance. I feel so bad. By the oh, way, that was that was pretty funny um it was, I, he's such a good sport though but he probably will never but he chose hooters so i mean right. it is what it is you're 21 you got to do it but to me that was just funny so it goes on my story you know when i go out i just try to do like a story a day and it's just something that happened in my life most of the time it's going to be you know part of my adventures up here in you know tennessee or my jeep or my dogs i very rarely do stories of myself. And I realized that, but I don't know, like I just sit in my she shed just working all day. So <laughs> I don't, I feel I'm pretty boring. I like your she shed. I still think agents should be doing that. Um, yeah. Your she shed's pretty cool. 
<laughs> I love my she shed. <laughs> I love it. The best so, thing I ever did. So if you were to give some tips on social media um, to, you know, agents that don't want to spend a ton of time um, or business professionals that don't want to spend a ton of time, but they want to have the most effectiveness, you know, what would you, uh, what would you give, what tip or advice would you give them? I mean, I think a lot of agents overthink it too much, you know, is what do I post? Oh my gosh. I mean, but really, I mean, if it's scheduled content, schedule it just, it's all about time management. So spend one hour and just schedule the pre-stuff that you do. But I think really that they overthink it. I think if you really are authentic and, you know, comment and make those relationships and post yourself, the area, I mean, you're never just selling a house, you're selling a way of life. You love your area there. I mean, especially like you have the beaches and stuff like that. Me, I have the mountains or whatever. So, I mean, I really, I mean, even if you take like a couple second video of what the beach looks like or the dolphins playing or just, you know, I think, you know, in your family or your dogs or whatever it is that you do, it's going to get a lot of engagement and then people will see more of your posts and, and you're really don't leave people hanging. Um, and if you are looking to do the reels and TikTok, I, I mean, my suggestion is always going to Katie Lance, her blog, mm -hmm. like even on her Instagram, she's always giving amazing tips. And now my, my new obsession is on stories. Now we can add our website link. So add that so that people can get to your website from a story. You no longer have to have those 10,000 followers and stuff to be able to do that when you're posting, you know, on your story. So, I mean, there's so many, I just say, don't overthink it and just be true to who you are and authentic. And maybe social isn't for you if you're an energy sucking vampire, but um, I mean, there's, it's just one pillar to that business. I mean, honestly. So, so like my dad says, you know, blank them if they can't take a joke. So, um, <laughs> you know, listen, it, you know, they're either going to, you know, and, and that's the thing, right? It's, it's, they're either going to like you or not like you. Right. And, and guess what? I mean, imagine a business where you only work with people that like you and acknowledge you and appreciate you. I'm, I'm, my guess is that's not always the case right now. Um, but if you put that persona out there and you put your original and authentic self, not what someone else you know, it perceives you or wants you to be, then you've gone ahead and done some great things. Right. And I mean, and if it's on your business page, I would say to go into your stats, see, and you can see every post that you've done and see which ones are creating that engagement. And I guarantee you, it's going to be the authentic you, not the fluff stuff that's actually creating that engagement, which ultimately is that relationship part. And I mean, and I still think the magic is on your personal account um, just because Facebook really wants you to pay to play on Instagram, the, the use of hashtags and following certain hashtags. So that those, you know, anybody posting using those hashtags shows up in your feed. Those are, are huge. Uh, I think, big tricks for like an Instagram feed and, so, yeah. and you're supposed to get huge eyeballs. Absolutely. You know, I'm a competitive person. So what I try and do is actually um, come up with a post or a story that's got either more engagement, more likes than my happy birthday posts, you know? So, you know, where people are just seeing your happy birthday and you get four or 500 people say, saying happy birthday. 
So, you know, I'm trying to find a post that's going to go ahead and create that kind of engagement because every year, you know, you get, you know, probably, you know, significantly more likes and or comments on your birthday rather than on your, uh, on your. I know my best post on a business page was there was an absolutely, it was a beautiful sunset night. I had seen a couple people posting. I think my kids were little. I was probably bathing them or, you know, doing homework or something. So I just post the question, like, go outside, take a picture of your, of the sunset. It's absolutely gorgeous. You know, comment below with, with a photo and unbelievable. The amount of people that commented. And it was like, once a couple started, then they just started flooding in. And then I would showcase them adding, you know, tagging who shared it in the photo. And then it's like, oh my gosh, you know, this page, like they shared my photo and I was just, you know, it's on my phone and it's not professional. And it was showing the love back to them and, you know, they loved it. But I mean, it was, I couldn't take the picture and I kind of lived where you couldn't really see a sunset, but other people could, and they just flooded the page and that just creates engagement which Facebook loves. So now they're going to show that feed to more people because of it, you know, it's being relevant. Um, so it was just crazy. It was like a domino effect. And you it know, was simple. It, it was stupid simple. It's It, it really is kind of crazy because uh, when you're looking at um, all these different things, you know, and, and it could be so overwhelming, right? Um, you know, I started doing, a friend of mine, uh, Michael, told me to do this. Um, I started going, when going to restaurants and taking pictures of the food and whatever and uploading it to you know google uh, their google page and 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 you know rating them reviewing them and adding photos and what that does is it creates significantly more engagement in um the the google community which raises your your rankings so you know people don't really always see it but i looked at the other day i think i got like I don't know, 10 20 000 views on, on a picture you know so it's almost scary when you actually go into your account to see, you know, the, you know, the different reviews and photos that you've done for other businesses. But I think that's also important because it's like people only complain, right? Like people aren't always giving praises. So for me, that's my way of thinking, you know, a business that does have great service, especially in these times right now where, you know, you see all the signs like, sorry, you know, if it's a longer wait, you know, we don't have as much help. So I really want to to show the love of for the other businesses taking photos, tagging them, um, you know, because I hate that it's always the negative. That's when we think of giving a review is when the bad stuff happens. So definitely, yeah. I mean, you want everybody to review you once you've had a transaction. So do that for a business, and it's not doesn't. I don't like to do negative ones. I just yeah. won't go back, you know, which is probably worse. Yeah for them because they can't right. correct it. I just don't go back. So it's, it's funny because, you know, as a real estate professional or even, you know, just a local business professional, you know, you want to be that local guide. You want to be the, you know, the, the, the resource that people go to for your particular area. And what better way to do that than to review other businesses to show what businesses, um, you know, are above the crowd, right? You know, they're, 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 you know, they're, they're doing exceptional things, whether it's service, food, um, location, you know, lifestyle, whatever it may be. So I think it's great. And the funny thing is, is the only time I ever use Twitter, um, because it seems to be very, very, um, effective, um, is, uh, when I do have a complaint, when I need something done, 
when yeah. I need, um, like literally I, we changed, uh, you know, it wasn't just me. I'm not trying to pat just me on the back, but we changed, um, Delta's, uh, um, food allergy, peanut allergy, uh, policy many years ago, um, <laughs> based on a Twitter post. And, um, it got a lot of engagement and, you know, I DM'd them and I got a call from like the vice president of Delta, you know? So like, um, you know, you, you, you don't think that people are watching. Everyone's watching. Everyone's watching what you're doing, how you're doing it. And if you don't think clients are, are, are looking up and seeing what you're posting, you know, whether you're, you know, they're going to want to, they're going to want to see if you're in the luxury market, um, you know, you know, there are certain people that are going to be gravitated to, you know, you living in those luxury circles. Um, so, you, you know, especially in, in Boca, um, <laughs> you know, so you, you just have to be careful what image you're putting off, right? Um, you know, be your I, try to, I like stick to the three P's. I try to be passionate, be personal and be professional. Love it. Yep. Love it. So, um, I always, uh, end the, uh, the call, well, you know what, before I end the call, we got to go into booze because, you know, um, when we originally, uh, uh, came out with booze, um, you know, that we had really high expectations and all <laughs> these different things and, you know, uh, and we, we kind of, you know, fell short of it and we did fall short of it because, I think our expectations were really high for the magnitude of what they were actually doing. Um, but that's certainly has changed because I've seen a lot of agents leveraging their boost sites, um, uh, being able to um, use the drip emails, appro you know, rightly and, and correctly. And uh, tell us a little bit about how Booz has changed, certainly in the last three to four months. Uh, well, I know in like the last year, there's been a ton of updates. I can tell from sites I did when we first got them to now creating a whole new pages, being able to have the custom searches. And, you know, just like what you were saying with Google is becoming that local expert. I love that we can add the hyper local content pages that, you know, when I moved to Tennessee, I couldn't find any information. Like I had no idea there was like no city garbage because I didn't, that was the last thing I did. And I had to go find, well, I'm not driving to the dump. Are you kidding me? Um, just the little things. So when someone moves to the area, I like having like a hub of information on a website, has all the links for people that may live here and like, oh, I know I can go to your, you know, so-and-so's website after the sale because it has that hub of information. It's good for SEO. And it, you know, for me, it's, you know, I mean, as, as an agent, you kind of get asked the same questions all the time. So why not just add that information to your website? Now it's there for anyone to see, but you can also use that as content for social media, which then helps, you know, get the full information go here. So you could create a page for Boca. You could have different price ranges, new construction, you know, featured listings, hot new listings, and then create graphics. Like what can you get for under X amount of dollars in Boca? And you know, click here and you have that feed already, you know, inside of your site that's getting fed through IDX constantly updated. So you could use these different graphics and help drive traffic back to the website. And I think one of the things I love most is being able to save agents a ton of money that may be spending like two to $500 a month on a website. They're not getting any leads. Whereas, you know, let's go over to Bouge that's not going to cost you any extra. Now save that extra money. Maybe put a fraction of that towards maybe some pay-per-click, maybe some Facebook ads. 
And then now you have this extra budget go, you know, what else can you add to your business? Because now you're not paying for that on your website. And I know some brokers are paying like a thousand dollars a month for a fancy, fancy website. And they may have got like five leads a year and they moved to Bouge and organically they're getting 15 to 30 leads a month and they're not paying for it. And I mean, it, it's, I don't know. It's the fact that it can save money. Is it the perfect fit for everyone? No, just like a CRM is not, there is no one size fits all when it comes to any website or CRM. Um, you just have to decide what do you need in a website and is Bouge going to be the right fit for me? I mean, that's yeah, really- you, know, you know, I think you said it best. I mean, you know, listen, if you're using a website, you know, regardless of what you're spending um, and you are happy with it and you're getting the results that you want, stick with it. You know, um, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't have some kind of Bouge site that uh, that certainly gives us some sort of resume and, and whatnot. But um you know, and, and you could link it back to your, your the site that you're paying for. But uh, uh, Bouge has made some great strides. Um, I think that uh, it, it is now a um, an effective website strategy um, that you can use and and benefit from. And um, you know, um, it, you know, listen, it, it, you're trying to do, you know, incorporate, you know, 600 MOSs around the country and. And, 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 you know, to, to create this from, from ground up is, is, is certainly not easy, but I think we're, we're, we're there and we're continually to update it. So uh, I've been and I think it's great that we're developing the future of what's going on. So the updates, I mean, there's some great stuff coming down the pipeline. I can tell you that. Yep. Um, so hopefully in a couple months, it'll be nice when an office can actually create, you know, kind of pages and then share that template with their agents. So now the agents can just, with one click of a button, add it to their website and maybe, you know, then they can adjust it because it'll be like a template. Um, so there's a lot of great stuff that, but, and I love because it's, you know, ours, you know, and we have our ideas portal that we put our ideas, we all vote them up. That's what they're really looking at when it comes to those enhanced. What is the mass looking for? And that's what we're going to focus on. So I think, you know, the engineer part, like they may think something should be like this, but the agents and brokers are like, no, we need this, this, and this. And it's like, oh, didn't even think about that. And that's how things are changing and evolving, which I think is excellent because it's like we have a voice and what's what's being said. And they use the power users as beta. So when anything is coming down the line, you know, we get to be the ones that test it and like, no. Um, so I was on a call last week with them with a lot of cool stuff. It's like, no, we need you need to be able to survey um, versus, you know, maybe how they thought it should be done. Just um, so I love the fact that they are using the people using the product a lot to get feedback on how things should look, feel um, and be be tweaked. Agreed. Yeah. The only thing, the only uh, feature I wish they still had was the uh, on the app with the um with the live uh the vr thing that was so awesome and i guess nobody used it no a lot of people i guess didn't use it um probably was buggy but it was it was crash it was crashing the app i guess is is, is what what i was told so but yeah uh, i agree but it was pretty darn cool it was very cool (laughs) so um well i always end the the uh the breakfast of the broker with two questions uh what is your favorite all-time streaming uh series um, and what are you currently watching? Um, 
Well, I love the yellow, the Yellowstone. I've been doing that. My husband got me hooked. Uh, Walking Dead has probably been my all-time favorite. Now I'm like crushed. I don't know what to do. Family Vacations, going to watch them film, which is crazy. And General Hospital. Um, <laughs> currently, I'm watching Ken Kindred Spirits because I love the paranormal stuff. Not the oh. scary stuff, but mediumship stuff. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's cool. You know, I don't think we've had a paranormal whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I like the media, all that, like the dead files. I, not right. the scary stuff, right. but like the mediums where they talk to people that I don't know. It's I, I find that fascinating. <laughs> That's awesome. Heather, I can't thank you enough for uh, coming on Breakfast with the Broker. Uh, we certainly... Uh, uh miss you uh and uh and one of these days uh hopefully pretty soon if uh your surgery goes well and your uh, acl um you know maybe we'll wheel you around at r4 so uh, i'm gonna get one of those scooters <laughs> and i think we're gonna other people will get them we're just gonna race around I'm, vegas i'm in i'm in <laughs> <laughs> it's a long walk to the convention center yes i was like whoa <laughs> scooter and i found that it's super easy to get a scooter so that's awesome. my goal is to, you know, it'll only be two months in. So I have no idea what to expect. I've never broken anything or, you know, nothing. So I have no idea what to expect. Well, I wish you uh, a very, uh, you know, fast uh, recovery, speedy recovery and, uh, and, uh, and, you know, health, safety and all that kind of stuff. So we, uh, we appreciate you, Heather. Uh, Breakfast you Broker, every Tuesday morning at nine o'clock. Thank you very much for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.